and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 316. I almost got it wrong. I'm not going to lie to you. This week was a weird one. I even went and checked. I was like, 317, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. 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 I'm glad. I'm glad. Where's Matt, Crash? Crash, where's Matt? Crash, where's Matt? Uh, Matt disappeared. Um, he went to go make an accurate tinfoil hat. <laughs> and he's gone on a weird adventure. He's just in a weird place right now. I love that. I love that. Uh, Matt was sick the day of we were meant to be recording. And then me and Crash were meant to record Friday. And that fell through. And then I've been at Comic-Con all weekend. So I apologize for my Xbox and me listeners that were waiting for the show on Friday. Like we usually hit. You've got to give us credit. Like... Every now and then we'll push a Sunday episode out, but usually we are pretty good with hitting our Fridays, but we do apologize uh, for anyone who was waiting for this week's episode. Um, remember, you can get the show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer if you want to support it financially. It also helps us bring in editors and things like that. That is what we're trying to build up to. So please, please, please do consider going to support over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um... Something we're going to be pushing big next year, especially. I think next year is a really big year for us um, in terms of making content, not just the podcast, other content as well. Uh, we've heard a lot of feedback on our reviews that we've done. Uh, we've done some early impressions of stuff. So we are working on a lot more content. But with that also comes a lot more cost, obviously. Um, remember, you can review us on all podcast services, so please go and do so. And if you do and you give us a five-star rating, we will read it out. You can be negative in your review, but we do ask that you do give us five stars just because it helps us get pushed up the, the, the charts. It's how it works, all right? It's how it works. It's not, it's not my fault. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. Without this show, it does not happen. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, topic of the show this week, Crash. We could look. I didn't put one in because I forgot. If I'm being totally honest with you, I forgot. But I'd like to go with. Oh man, that's such a hard one. Now there's been so much that's happened. There's so much news this week. Like so much news. Yeah. Um. Let's talk, let's talk about Game Pass, shall we? Uh, Xbox right. Game Pass subscribers growth has slowed down this year. Uh, this one was taken by IGN. It was reported all over the place, but I've got IGN's article up, uh, written by Matt uh, Kim, so shout out to them. Xbox Game Pass subscriber growth has slowed down this year. Games Ross, sorry, Game Pass subscriptions have slowed in the physical year of 2021. According to a new document released by Microsoft in a new financial statement, Microsoft revealed that Game Pass subscription rose by 37.5%, falling short of its internal target of 47.8%. In contrast, last year, Microsoft overperformed on its targets to grow Game Pass, increasing, in, sorry, increasing subscriptions by nearly 86%, over a goal of 71%. Crash, I feel like this is a good topic to talk about um, for a number of reasons. Number one, the internet was doing what the internet does, which was blowing this way out of proportion of like, see, we all knew Game Pass wasn't sustainable. Game Pass still grew. It just didn't grow as much. And that's why you don't just read headlines for articles and you actually read the article to get all of the information. Yeah. Um, what 
what do you think is Xbox's big reason for it not growing as fast as they would have? They projected at the end of the day. Where where yeah. do you think things have gone wrong when it comes to Game Pass subscriptions growth? I don't know if stuff's necessarily gone wrong. It's just you're at a point where I feel like they need to make some really big moves. And I think um, some people will talk about adding something like GTA, the San Andreas one is coming to Game Pass, adding some bigger game to Game Pass. And people are kind of like on the edge of joining, seeing that like, oh, they are also getting these bigger third party games, not just something like out, uh, Outriders that is an iffy space maybe it's a weird it's a weird one right it's a weird yeah. one <laughs> it's like a big game but it's not a big game uh, it's a triple a but with a double a sort of budget it seemed like yeah yeah um if they can get some of those bigger games uh more day and date like closer to release i think that would help a ton but then again if you're a bigger studio do you want to go on game pass pretty early if the check's big enough probably but that's a whole different conversation so I, I just think honestly like the growth is still pretty big and game pass is still doing great and um i feel like advertising for game pass this year was slowed down last year yeah last year game pass i feel like was huge the dollar advertisement was everywhere i've got two theories on why game pass is slowed down and why its projections are a lot lower than what they should have been in Microsoft's eyes. Number one, Halo got delayed. Now, yep. whether you were going to buy a Halo or you were going to play Halo through Game Pass, that was going to affect Game Pass, right? That is a game that I could see, especially the PlayStation audience who may own a Series S as their secondary console. You can definitely tell that like Halo would have been the game that would have bumped those subscriptions up in a huge way. So I think we see that come back again, physical years every April, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how the financial physical year is. I know that's tax. So um, it might be different in this regard. I don't know the internets, unfortunately. But Halo is obviously a key reason of why Game Pass subscriptions have slowed down. Um, I'm sure people have cancelled their subscriptions because Halo's not coming. And my other reason is, is along the same lines, which is it's just first party, right? Um I've spoken about it, and I know people have been critical of me when it comes to Xbox First Party this year uh, in terms of what I've played, which is like Psychonauts 2 and Flight Sim. And it's just games that they don't speak to me. And though I am not, I'm not the every, I'm not, I'm not a casual, but I think I've become, I'm becoming more casual. I play sports games. I like shooters. Like, I always say it, I always feel like a fake nerd. I'm not, obviously. I sit here and do a weekly podcast for the last five years. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty nerdy, but I'm not I'm not the RPG guy and stuff like that, right? So for me, it's an interesting one where I feel like the selection of titles that Xbox have put out in Game Pass, Xbox specifically, haven't been to the quality of if they say me, I'm I'm very fortunate. I've got Game Pass till like 2024 or something. Um, but they say I I didn't have that, and I was an everyday consumer. Would I have wanted to have dropped more money into Game Pass past that dollar uh, ad past that? Do do I do I want to invest in this? Not with what Microsoft have put in this year. No, they haven't. They haven't had anything. I think we're getting there. Falls is about to come obviously, which I think is a huge title, which is going to push Game Pass subscriptions across PC and console. But I can't think of anything else that has come out 
that I was like, that is a must-play game and I must have Game Pass for it. Um, I think, like, for me, 12 minutes was up there. I still haven't got around to playing 12 minutes just because of such the... The conversation around it was so mixed that it sort of put me off, which it shouldn't have. I should be the... I'm... I do this for a, a job. I need to play it, and I will by the end of the year. I can promise you that. But it has left me in a weird, a weird space, you know. Yeah, um, I definitely think you touched on a really good point about the Xbox games going in there, particularly because not to uh, downplay Psychonauts too. It's reviewed Fantastic. phenomenally. People yeah. love the game, but it's not the type of game that gets the casual audience invested. No. And you have to remember most of while while when you talk about gamers, you usually look at the hardcore gamers. The biggest group of gamers is the casual gamer. Yes. But So you need is the casual gamer picking up um picking up Game Boss is the other question. It's, if there's a game in there, like I think Halo does it. I think Halo is a big enough name that the casu uh, enough casual gamers will like recognize the name. Gaia. And if Microsoft advertises it correctly with Game Pass, right? You yeah. Need the right games to go along with it to market with Game Pass to get people invested in it. I think they also. I and I think I thought it was going to be bigger as well. I felt like Back for Blood was going to be a bigger. Mm hit than it has been i'm not saying that the people that play it don't love it and i'm not saying that i don't enjoy it and think it's a great game but it that beta was a moment of like oh yes we're all in we all want to play this we all love this and then after the beta dropped so many people even my friends have been like oh yeah i kind of got my fill in the beta and i was like huh that's interesting and obviously it launched in Game Pass, which is obviously a big get for um, Xbox, a WB uh, game. It's, 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 a big, it's a big, big get. It just didn't have the splash, I think, that they were expecting it to have as well as. And, and me, me too. I thought it was going to have a bigger splash as well. So that is one of their... It's a similar sort of similar space, like you said, with Outriders, right? Which is like, yeah. it's that double-A, triple-A game. Um, it has a gameplay loop. Whether and you either love that or you hate it, there isn't any sort of real. I think it's a little bit unfair for me to say that about Outriders, but the the end game for Outriders wasn't what we wanted it to be. Let's say it like that. And I think Back for Blood is very similar. It's like it's a great gameplay look, and when you play it, it's good. But it's not a must-have at this moment in time, right now, or you're missing out on something, right? It just it just isn't that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think for Xbox, it's. It's, they need to get, the, the they are, and we keep having the same conversation, and I know it's hard, they are getting there, but it's starting to get to a point for me personally, and maybe I'm on the outlier here, but it's getting to a point where I'm like, put up or shut up with this first party stuff, where I know it's coming, I know delays, I know COVID, I know all of that, but I am now ready for Halo, you know? Yeah. Nah. Not that far off. And yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I know, but do, do you know what scares me the most about Halo as well? Is what happens when that story isn't isn't what we're all hoping it is. Because that's why I'm interested. I know, I know you you are very, very much like Halo's multiplayer. We got to play Halo multiplayer. I love Halo multiplayer. Like I get it. And, and I even play a little bit of Five with you every now. I played back in the day a little bit. Very, very little bit. Um... So I'm, I'm hoping that I can jump in on board on this one. But it's like, yeah, I need I need Xbox to put up and shut up. But 
Forza comes very, very soon. Preloading has just happened. Uh, so yeah. if you haven't preloaded Forza, make sure you do. I think we'll be less than two weeks away now. Um, and then, obviously, after that, Halo afterwards. So yeah. they will be putting up. But will they? Yeah, I mean, in, in, a, in, two, in two and a half months, I guess, or a month, month and a half each space, We've got Something two like big, big AAA Microsoft first-party games. That's yeah. what we need. That's what Probably we need. It's just biggest franchise. It's probably their biggest franchises, I'd say, right? Halo, obviously, and then for yeah, I Halo think, yeah, no, I think that's a fair statement. To, I don't think there's anything Xbox have currently. Oh, damn, that's a that's a good question. Is Halo and Forza not, Microsoft's not, biggest uh, it's not franchises? No, I love Gears of War. Yeah, it's me too. Gears. Yeah. Um, can't be Fable. Can't no. be uh, Perfect Dark. I don't think there's a there's another. Fr- People are gonna be upset. Blinks the time sweeper. I mean, no, no. I, I, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Obviously, I people are pretty really yeah. chatting at this. Yeah, at this you idiots. Um, no, but we're not talking about the Bethesda. I'm talking about that they have grown from the ground up. Got it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think it's Halo and Forza. Yeah, I think I think uh, Fallout might be a little bit bigger than. Um, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, Fallout yeah, is bigger I, than Halo, right? I at this point. Oh man, I I feel like no matter what we answer here, somebody's getting mad. Either we're gonna have Halo fans mad, or we're gonna have uh, Fallout fans mad. Uh, I would say at the current moment, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I agree. But interesting. Hmm. I don't feel um, good with that answer. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a really interesting question, but it's not one we're gonna have right now. But we do have some questions from the fans. Remember, you can email in at uh, interfixersack or hit us up in the YouTube comments below uh, and write your question, like Alder Slayer did with this one. Does having uh, extensive open betas hurt games on release? Oh, I didn't even read this question beforehand. Um, the newness of a game has worn out. It seems to me like games such as Bat for Blood have a lot of hype in their open beta phase, but it tends to hinder their release hype. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I think you're right. It's, it's a weird one, right? Because if you don't beta test, then you don't get the server load, then you don't know how many, how many servers you're going to need, which means when the game opens up it's then broken it blah 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 but yeah i do agree with you that for for some reason the the ba- i think i don't know we're just in this weird culture of like even me like i put 35 hours into a beta of the same level like the same act yeah. like one act and don't get me wrong that wasn't a full act. I've played through Act One now, Back for Blood, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, and they've made a few, a few minor changes and a few different levels and stuff like that. But it's still the same thing. But yeah, I do think these long open betas are hurting game on release on, on releases. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you don't limit the player in some sort of way and when it's like this was like two what two weekends where it was just the whole time it was up and live it kind of 
again reminds me of Outriders, where that was uh, that that was a demo to be fair, not a beta, but they let you play until like level purposes. ten. Yeah, yeah, and you could just keep doing it and replaying it, and people were farming legendaries and stuff like that. You can sort of ruin your own experience or your own hype for the game when it comes out, because yep. for all extensive purposes, you played as much of the game you normally would have, just in, a smaller portion of it in in a week space or in a yeah. weekend space. Like you, you dedicate for and. and I know maybe um, I'm talking from a different point of view because I'm a creator as well, right? So for me, it's that much harder to limit myself because it's like, well, I want to play this thing and I want, because it's going to do good numbers and all, all of the, the boring metric stuff of being a content creator. But when the game finally came out, Battle for Blood, I should have been all over it. Yeah, it came out at a weird time where I was at EGX and then, I've had a week off, or I had a week, and then I'm at Comic-Con, so I haven't really been able to sit down and play games on the weekend like I would have liked, but still, it's, it's yeah, I, I do think, what game has got it right, though? Has Halo got it right? Where it's like these these limited time, it's very specific, 10 to 1, you can play at this time, is that the way betas should be? Because you don't, you just don't get as much I of a stress test on the servers, right? With the timed ones, I I would think that you get more of a stress test if you're like the beta's open for like three hours and if you want to play it, play it during these three hours. It's the same reason why games when they do have this sort of open enrollment where it's like the beta's live for three days, play whenever, they'll have a time designated where they're like, you will get a reward during this time if you play. Because they want people to play it at that time to smash the servers. Exactly. Um, It honestly is a really weird one and I do think that what a beta is has kind of gotten lost and we'll talk it there's a battlefield story later that we'll talk about more about betas i think um but betas are essentially feel like demos and when you leave the beta too open people will play it ad nauseum till they get bored of it and that yeah. can be a very bad thing um especially when your game isn't nece- doesn't necessarily change super much from the beta to what it will be in terms of size and as far as i'm aware back for blood isn't that much larger than what was in the beta um mm, i mean they give you so no it is i i think it that's is? unfair yeah I, I mean okay. i mean i've played through the whole of act one right um yeah. today i played it literally this morning i was streaming the whole i played through the whole of act one uh with a crew and there's added there's definitely added missions that it took us about three and a half hours to beat the whole of act one I don't remember. I think it only took me two and a half hours to beat the whole of quote unquote act one in the beta. So there's definitely missions. There's definitely missions missing from there. And obviously level difficulty matters and stuff like that in terms of like time spent and skill at the end of the day. Um, And then there's still, I've still got act two, act three, and there's like one mission at act four, which I would assume is some sort of mega boss. So yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I, I haven't finished the game, so it's unfair for me to probably say, but I yeah. don't I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. I did think we got quite a lot in the Back for Blood beta, where, to me, you should have just given us, like, two missions. Yeah, I agree. Like, the gameplay is not going to change. So now I'm playing, I played through that first act, and it's like, oh, I know what to do. I know what to do this bit, I know what to do this bit, I know what to do this bit. And don't get me wrong, looks like there's some different missions there, uh, mission types there and stuff. But it's still, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going sort of thing. Like, give me less so I can't... It, do you know what? 
I'm a I'm a very big man. I'm a fat man, Crush. I'm a fat man, yeah. as you as you know, I'm a big boy, big boy. Yep. If you put a, a piece of if you put a whole cake in front of me, I'm you going to eat cake. the whole cake. If you put a piece of cake in front of me, I'll eat the piece of cake. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah, very we, similar they to that. Hide the other half the cake from you. Move the cake away from yeah. me, because <laughs> otherwise I will overindulge yeah. in it. And I feel like that's the same thing for betas for me, where it's give me give me a little piece. Don't give me yeah. A big no, piece I, because I, I, I will I will make myself sick with it. <laughs> I I absolutely agree with that sentiment. I think they definitely needed to limit it to a mission or two. Um and even I think even I wanna say they should have limited more of the weapon stuff that you got as well. I I don't know. I don't know no, exactly. That's what, what, they that's what the game is. That's what the yeah. the game is. No, I feel like if you would have just given me two missions, like literally the starting mission yeah the starting mission and the do you know the mission where you run up the alleyway and then there's the whole the end the last mission that you had i think like they should have gave you the start and the end because that mi- the end mission is, is like was actually really hard as well so it was like that mission would have been long enough that it would have caused people some problems and then the start mission was just like all right well there's a the start then you give me everything in the middle to go and experience for myself when the game finally comes out and then it then feels new you know yeah, I feel like they wanted to test out the way because um, you keep everything from mission to mission. They sort of wanted to test out how that whole progression went, which I understand. But ultimately, like we said, it gets to a point where people will overindulge in their cake, so to speak. <laughs> Great question, though, Slayer. And uh, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad we both think alike there. Uh, next one comes from BT Maverick 707, who says, hello to the My Xbox and Me crew and... Corey's. I love how he's inserted himself into our podcast. I love it. Uh, the other co-host can take a break because we got this. Jokes aside, with Matt's the announce- not here. If Matt's Matt not here. You should, have, you should have. You should have messaged. You should have, maybe April. April first. Uh, BT Maverick. Maybe we get you on. Uh, we get you to do at least do the hello or something. That'd be really cool. Um, with the announcement of a new Splinter Cell being greenlit this week, can Ubisoft break out their own mold to, to create uh, the Splinter Cell game fans would love? Love And is this something we want from today's Ubisoft? It feels like a little bit... Uh, be a little sorry it feels like a little be careful what you wish for thank you potatoes Corey the butcher um cory thank you very much for the question we do appreciate you each week you keep us going my friend so thank you um yeah obviously the split cell news um is a big one for a lot of people um what i will say about this is take it with a pinch of salt until we actually see it number yep. one um, I don't want people to get themselves too hyped up over something that may or may not happen. It probably will happen, this be honest, Ubisoft leak. Games leaking? Shocker. Um, I think for me, when it comes to Splinter Cell, I'm, I'm a, I've played a lot of Splinter Cell games. The one that I fell in love with was uh, Conviction, if I'm not mistaken. Me and me and my partner, played, Hayley, played through it, the co-op stuff of that, and that was oh, the so game... Good ridiculous and as you you know for well i'm not a stealth guy stealth does nothing for me at all so if you can create a game like that and i'm caring about stealth and then like 
there's arguments happening. Like, I'm just want to run through, and she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Under no certain, we're going to stand here. We're going to shoot those two people. Ready, one, two, three, and we're playing it the way the game should be played. And that felt amazing. Um, the thing that worries me a tad is <sighs> what what are we getting here? Because we're at a place now where something itself to me needs to be rebooted. And yeah. we're in a post. It needs a new, new rebooted. I mean, like the way the game is. A light I feel reboot. Like, yeah. I don't mean like a whole story arc and all that stuff. Yeah. I just mean it's like Hitman's reboot in my head. You still got Agent Forty Seven, but the whole game changed. It, it wasn't the same game when they brought out Hitman One, Two, and Three, right? And I'm in that sort of space with Splinter Cell, where I want something different and unique and not safe. I want them to push the boat out and go, what is, what is a stealth game in 2021 on next gen? That's what I want. What do you want? More more of the same? I don't. Look, I. <laughs> if you ask me when I made the prediction if I wanted a Splinter Cell game, obviously the answer would have been yes. I don't trust Ubisoft to take Splinter Cell in the right direction. Hmm. I don't want to see this game. I hope this is just a rumor. I'm gonna oh, be 100 honest right damn. now. What? So why? 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 What, what, I don't. What are you scared so, of? Just seeing uh, the way Ubisoft does everything with all their free-to-play games being mentioned and them taking these franchises in these interesting directions. Uh, I just worry for. (laughs) (laughs) I just worry for what they decide Splinter Cell needs to be. You know, they've had this big thing for open worlds. I don't think a game like Splinter Cell necessarily benefits from open worlds. I agree. I don't even know if something like a Hitman world, where it is sort of like tackle the stealth how you want, would necessarily work with Splinter Cell. I I don't think it would work with Splinter Cell. Yeah, but I would still love it because look. because my problem is Hitman shooting is the worst thing about Hitman. Yeah. Where if you can give me that sort of gameplay, but with actually good shooting mechanics, which again kind of defeats the object of that type of game, if we're being honest, because you need something to deteriorate the player from just running around killing everything in like a in like a normal Splinter Cell game, I guess, if you wanted to play it that way. Yeah, I think there are ways that you could design sort of this level of like here's the person you have to kill here's the information you have to get figure out how to get in there and then obviously as you're going through it new objectives will pop up and whatnot i think there's a way that you could do that and actually make a really cool game i don't know if ubisoft's the studio to do that because ubisoft likes having their checklist content i guess like oh you have to hit these points for like the skill points and for like to unlock more of the map and all this stuff no matter how much you want to deny i can see you want to deny that you can't that is what ubisoft likes doing it yeah i don't want to deny i just think we i think it's it's a formula that works for them in yeah a lot of games yep but i do i like ubisoft games i've said this for a while i do i do enjoy ubisoft games a lot but I no, I do agree. I do for look. Don't get it twisted. I agree. I agree with you. I don't want Splinter Cell to become a Assassin's Creed clone of like open world and checkpoints and here's your fast travel point. I don't want a Far Cry Splinter Cell game. Like no. Yeah. I've got Far Cry. I've got Assassin's Creed. Now what does Splinter? That's what I'm saying. What does Splinter Cell look like because, in oh, 2021? It becomes a multiplayer VR game. Don't. <laughs> 
Don't even joke about it. It was free to play. Oh, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. RPG elements? Purple oh. gun dropped. Dope. Let's Ghost go. Ghost Recon. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I just from where I am, just looking at it and seeing what Ubisoft's done and sort of the mind state they're in right now and a lot of their free-to-play games, some of them getting delayed. We still haven't seen anything from their Division 1. It just leaves me worried for them approaching a Splinter Cell game. Um, and I do think that this is something that hardcore Splinter Cell games games fans um, might end up regretting asking for continuously. Because uh, I don't think Ubisoft can deliver on it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope if they do decide to do it, they figure out some new way to approach Splinter Cell that feels refreshing and is incredibly enjoyable. I just don't see that happening, unfortunately. Fingers crossed you're wrong, but I understand your skepticism. I've got to be honest. Next question, and our last one this week says is from Will Powell, who says, Hey crew, heard this question on another podcast, so I'm asking you, what is your favourite Xbox game that isn't a sequel? Doesn't have to be an exclusive. My choice is Halo. Hashtag Halo with the boys. Love the show from Will. Oh, it's a great... It's a great so, is it a game that doesn't have a sequel, or just a game that isn't a sequel? Well, Halo has sequels. Oh, of course. Halo has multiple yeah, sequels. Well, I think... Uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. I get Fair what enough. you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I'm trying to... I want to think of a game that I love that I haven't spoken about on the podcast before. Because I feel like I'd it'd be... Just it'd be Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil... Well, no, not sequel. Resident Evil yeah, 1. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. It can't be Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, of course. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to think... Um... I'm trying to think about what, what else I can. Um, uh, the first one, the first one that popped into my head was uh, Saints Row. Saints Row One Ooh. is a is a fantastic. Yeah. It, like, I remember when I played it on the 360 for the first time and was just like, "This is obviously it felt very GTA, but it wasn't GTA, and that was that was the fun of it. It it it, it wasn't GTA." Um, and then I remember obviously two came out and just changed the game to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I, I, Splinter Cell is definitely one that's up there in my head of a game that I really enjoyed. Yeah. The, the, I don't think I speak about too much. There's not a sequel. I think it's hard to narrow it down to just one, to be honest. Yeah. Cause like thinking about it, I'm like, Gears of War is definitely up there. It's for sure one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, the first Fable game, I think for me as well, is really good. The first Assassin's Creed. Um, even though people hate that game. The Shout first one. I hate, I hate the first yeah. one. Yeah, I love it. Game. I love it Very for slow. just story purposes. Very yeah. Slow. Very slow. Slow. It's repetitive. All the yeah. all the complaints about it. Incredibly valid. Still love that game. Uh, I think I think if I had to like go to one and like say this is it, it's probably the first Gears of War game. Uh, just the way they introduce you to that world, sort of the horror elements um, as you're meeting the uh, the locusts. I think all of that's incredibly dope, and including General Ram, fantastic villain. Yes. Uh, I think I think I'd go with the first Gears game. Yeah, I, a game that I played at late, like quite newish, um, which took me by surprise. Even though I don't know why, because I loved the sequel so much. But Mafia, if you've not played Mafia One, like especially the 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 re the, is it a remake or is it a remaster? 
think they call it a definitive edition. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's called a know. definitive edition. I'm not but, sure. I'm not. Sure. I never played the original on the 360. But I'll, go on. Does that count for this question? Oh, it's a game that's not a sequel. It doesn't. It can have sequels, like you said. But it's not the original. Oh, it's not the original. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I don't know but, if it counts. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not Will Powell. I can't decide how the question goes. Yeah, okay, I can. Um, I, I have very fond memories of Armia Two. Um, a game that, again, when you're when you get in a new relationship and you want your your partner to love games, you've got to find games that you can play with them that are yeah that are very accessible to them. That like when you die, it doesn't matter and stuff. And I remember playing through Armia Two. I played through the game beforehand, but I remember being that one of the one of the earlier games in memory that I played through with H, um, and we loved that. That was that's a game. I don't think it's like a a ten out of ten or anything like that, but it was just still a a very fun game to play. Um, Dead Rising. I, I think about Dead Rising often. Dead Rising One, though not the best Dead Rising game of the series because of the time limit stuff, it changed the game when it came out on the 360, a launch title as well. And just seeing that sheer amount of zombies on screen at one time blew me away. And then obviously all the fun stuff you can do in Dead Rising One and Dead Rising Two. Um, yeah, I really, re I really wish they, re I really hope they reboot Dead Rising. I really hope they do. I don't think they're going to, but I really hope Capcom does. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Well, the last two Dead Rising games have been kind of duds for them, right? I don't know if we consider three a dud. Like, it was a launch Xbox One title. Yeah. So the but, game uh, the game itself was actually quite good, yeah. but the Xbox One's launch was just so bad that That's anything that launched true. on that thing... You could have launched... That's you literally true. could have launched with The Last of Us, Halo... God of War, Forza, like, I'm, I'm mixing titles there on yeah. purpose. I'm saying you could have launched with all of the best games in, in the world, and I still don't think people wanted to buy the Xbox One. Simple. Well, they had the 360. They, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Uh, You're right. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that I think deserves mentioning as, like, sort of a first game? The Simpsons game? In Devil May Cry One, ooh, Devil May Cry One was a banger, yeah, absolute banger back in the day. Um, best, best Resident Evil franchise out there, or a game out there. <laughs> You're a funny guy. Um, what else could you say? I mean, yeah, no, I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop Walking Dead, but there you go. I'll stop there. Those are those are some of my my favorite games. But if it, yeah, my favorite game that isn't a sequel. Yeah, no, it's hard, it's hard to put one to just say one. So there you go. Have a list of them instead. Um, <laughs> let's jump into what's been in our box. This, favorite. <laughs> let's jump into what's been in our box this week, Crash. Crash, what have you been playing? I played more. It takes two. Oh, uh, you playing solo or you playing with someone? No, I'm playing with Ben. I'm oh, playing with okay. Ben. Yeah, um, I think I'm like about halfway through at the at this point. You should play with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, play with Haley. <laughs> yeah, no, I, really I remember we had a discussion about playing it, and your very thing was like, "We can I play. I just don't want to get past Ryan with Haley." Yeah. <laughs> bro, imagine if I. Bro, and if that was the not, case, I'd be playing not, you like literally the last week in December. Like, Chris, <laughs> let's get through this. 
that's facts. That's facts. Uh, uh, um, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've been I've been playing It Takes Two. It is enjoyable. Uh, from a gameplay perspective, I think it's it's really fun. It does change up a lot from level to level and bit and like mission doesn't have missions, but no, le- it's level like to different level, story level base, level. right? It's like yeah. the story progresses and then it changes from very different types of games that it is. <laughs> yeah, which I think is really cool. Um, the story. I haven't beat it yet. I don't want to make comments on the story, but I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of the story. It doesn't seem like a you story. It touched me. I know it's like, a, the I, opening. Like unless unless the story yeah. takes some no, mad twist gr- that I'm so, not expecting. Like I love I, I love the g- love book and I love all that stuff. Like that to me is just fun. I don't hate any of that. I, I'll finish the game and then I'll come with concise thoughts because there's something very something very particular that the game is doing that I'm not a fan of, and I don't think they'll ever answer it by the end of the game, and so I think it'll just be a very big gripe I have with the story. Kids, we get it. you don't like kids. I don't like kids. Why is there a kid? Why are they Why? talking about the kid all the time? Stupid. Why kid. are they get trying to find here. the kid? Um, and if it was been plan? Uh. No, that's really that's really it. Nothing, nothing too much. You, Fair what, enough. what's so? I played a lot of games this week. Oh, actually, wow. yeah, yeah. I've I played I played quite a few games. Um, more and stuff. NBA, obviously, more NBA. I'm always playing NBA. Um, of the that's year. my that's my. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, very good game. Um, I played through uh, the Dark Pictures anthology, Man of Madame One. And uh, the first one being Man of Madan, and then we played through uh, House of Ashes as well. Um, we streamed them both, both around five, five and a half hours each. Um, so beating both in one sitting, which was lovely. I, I forgot how much I really enjoy those games. Like, those games, I've really, I haven't played uh, the newest one. I do have it, and I've actually got a spare code if you would want it, by the way. Um, so you Ooh. can check it out. Maybe we could once I've played it through, we could play through together, and then I can play like the opposite sides of things, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I um, I really enjoy those games. They, they are, for all intents and purposes, they are walking sims, obviously. Um, but they, they're so graphically beautiful, those games, and the story they're telling isn't always the best because of the way you make decisions, um, especially if you play it single player the computer will make choices that you just go, why did it say it like that? But then if you go and play it through a second time on your own, you control those characters, you can make different decisions that make a little bit more sense um, in the world. But yeah, I, I played through both of those and I'm having a great time to lead up to... Um, what's the newest one called? Because I keep forgetting. Um, oh, God. It's um, Dark Pictures it, Anthology. Isn't it House of Ashes? No. Isn't that the oh, new wait, one? Yeah. Yeah, House of yeah. What did I say? Did I say House of Ashes? You said House of Ashes. Yeah, yeah that's little, what I was so confused. Li- I play Little Hope. Okay. I'm gonna got play it. House of Ashes next. Um, got it. Yeah, we got. I got. I got some of the code uh, from Bandai. So thank you very much, Bandai, for sending that code. Um, and yeah, I will. I will be playing it. Obviously, I would have played it this weekend, but been at Comic Con all weekend, so not had a chance to play anything. Um, but yeah, played that. And then obviously, like I said at the top of the show, uh, been playing some Back for Blood today. Um, I really enjoy it. I still I still really enjoy the game. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but as we've spoken about at Nauseam on this episode already, it does have that, that bait of fatigue, I guess, where I want to play more, 
but I'm not compelled to play more unless I have other people to play it with. So, like, if somebody hit me up literally in an hour, someone was like, do you want to play Battle for Blood? i like, yes, all day long. Yes, 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 yes. Let's play it. I'll enjoy it. I'll love it. No problem. Let's do it. But I'm, I am personally not gagging to play it every single day and, and grind out cards and be on the hardest difficulty and things like that. It's just like, I just, I'm like, no, I was hoping the cutscenes were going to be a bit more interesting than they currently are. And they're just, they're just not. They're just very generic, um, generic you, zombie cutscenes, I guess. Do you think this sort of puts the nail in the coffin for this type of game? Ever being sort of like a mainstay in again, the way it was at one point in time? I've always thought Left 4 Dead, I hate to say it, but I've always thought Left 4 Dead was overrated. Always. Mm -hmm. I always I understood the, the 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 fun of the simplicity of the game, which is pick up a gun, run around, shoot things. And these game games like this need to exist. Like there's no no two ways about it. Games like this need to exist. They are fun games to play. But I feel like, and maybe it's just the people I surround myself with, we're just looking for a little bit more level of complexity, which I was hoping uh, Bat for Blood was going to have the car system was 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 and is interesting. Like it does add a whole new element to the game, but it's not enough to make me want to replay the game. But if you are someone who enjoys the gameplay loop of get three friends together, run through, shoot things, different RNG where doors will be, different RNG where ammo is, different money, all of that. Build out your deck system to run through it quicker. If you want to run a shotgun build, you've got these cards. If you've got that, like, I understand that there is more to it than a Left 4 Dead. Definitely. 100%. But, yeah, I, I don't know if it puts the now in the coffin for these type of games, but I do think these type of games will always need a, a Game Pass backer or a PlayStation Now backer or a Games with Gold or even a Google Stadia. Whatever it is, someone is going to have to back this type of game. I don't think publishers are going to go you look at it there's no microtransactions there's no and not that i think that's a bad thing but i just i think from a publisher's point of view it's like where are we making money here because like this game doesn't have much replayability in terms of yeah yeah no i'm gonna say it i don't think it has too much replayability in my opinion and then what are we charging for here how can we make more money out of the I don't think I would have been happy paying £60 for this game, or more, because I know there's a special edition that comes with, like, skins and stuff. Like, I wouldn't have been happy with paying that for this type of game, where, play it in Game Pass, okay. Was this a $60 game? I believe so. I can I can have a look. Oh. Um, I, I was under the assumption it was, like, a $40 game. Uh, that is... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Let me... I'll look it up really quick. Let me open the Microsoft Store really fast. I say that. The Microsoft yeah. Store's not fast. I, <laughs> I also think they kind of shot themselves in the foot, though, with the whole single-player thing on how you can't progress in single-player. Because there yeah. are people who really enjoy playing these type of games, playing zombies and everything to see how far they can get on their own and sort of limiting that for whatever nonsensical reason. Because I don't yeah. think whatever reasoning you give can make sense at the end of the day no. to limit somebody's uh growth while playing solo um unless internally they found like a huge exploit and they're like the only way we can fix this exploit is by not letting you play solo in which case i think the game should have been delayed but so that's whatever there's a 60 dollar version 
which is the, okay. the basic version. Uh, there's a deluxe version, which is the $89.99 version. This is in pounds, by the way, everybody. Um, and then there's the ultimate version, which is the £100 version. So, And I think the ultimate version got you like four days early access, which, yeah. So, i not a fan of that. I don't yeah. think, like, from what I played, at least me and the uh, beta, I don't think the game was worth $60. Personally. Yeah, um, I haven't beat it yet, so I'm not going to go concrete of it's not worth that money but i don't think from what i know of the game and how much content there is and the type of game it is i wouldn't have wanted to have spent any more than probably like 30 um thankfully i played it via game pass um yeah. actually warner brothers sent me a code so warner brothers sent me a code <laughs> not that i'm talking about it in a positive light anyway but there you go um other than that have i played anything else um no i think that was it I think that was it this week. Uh, looking forward to Forza. Like I said, got that yep. preloaded. I am literally waiting. Uh, Going to play some Hash of Ashes this week. Hoping, fingers crossed, to play um, some It Takes Two. And I think I'm finally going to start uh, Psychonauts. Even if I play it um, on my own. Of like, even, even if I have to play it via Planet on my phone or yep. whatever. Or I play it while TV's on in the background. I'm going to start that game because I need to see what all the hype was about. Definitely. Definitely. Should we get into the news this week, Crush? Let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. Uh, on this week's dashboard, we have our first three, which was more of a last week's story, if I'm being honest. Uh, Xbox Series X slash X has cleared 100k sales in Japan and it's on track to beat the Xbox One in its first physical year. Crush, how big is this? Um, this is, I mean, it's being the Xbox One. That's huge. Uh, it's on the uptick for Japan. I don't know how consoles normally sell in Japan. Is the terrible. Thing. Terrible. terrible. Te when I'm talking terrible. terrible, bro, I'm talking Ouya type numbers. I, actually, the Ouya might have sold better. <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> this is really good for Xbox. Uh, yeah. This is dope to see. This is this proves that like they didn't necessarily need like obviously they had Scarlet Nexus, but they didn't need the uh, Japanese studios that we were just like, if you want to hit the Japanese market, you need the Japanese studios and the Japanese games. I think you're speaking at your butt cheeks a little bit there, bud. How just am I speaking at my butt cheeks? Because look, while I'll sit here and be proud of Xbox for, for selling yeah. uh, over a hundred K Sony. Like they have such a stronghold on the market. A hundred K amazing. But compared to Sony, this is baby numbers. Right. Right. That when I said console sales, I was asking for Sony as well. So you uh, said uh, no. Nah, well, okay. okay. Yeah, no. So, obviously PlayStation sells okay, in Japan. Okay. Come on. Okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know numbers in Japan. Jesus, they Americans. have different metrics for counting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. They, they don't yeah, definitely. Definitely. Skip every fourth one or something. Uh no. Um <laughs> move the decimal point. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. They're not realistically the chances of Microsoft ever doing as good as Sony in Japan isn't very high because Sony is a Japanese studio of uh, Microsoft. Um, because Microsoft's not a Japanese uh, Japanese company and Sony yes. is. Sony will inherently more 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 times than not not uh, do better. Do better. Sony will do better. I confused my whole statement there. No, I got myself. you. I got you. No, the, uh, I think the point is, right, it all comes down to the software. And I yeah. think games like Flight Sim 
are a big one in that market. Excuse me, Forza. Again, I think it's a big game in that market. Minecraft, I think it's a big game in that market. Um, I think they, they, they still haven't got the JRPGs that I think a lot of the Xbox audience are waiting for. But I don't know why, but something, something in my tummy is just telling me something's coming. Something's coming. Something's mm. brewing. Because we did get Yakuza Like a Dragon, which was a big one, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's... It's nice to see the console doing better than it ever has. Um, I think the S definitely helps. You've got to remember the Xbox One oh, was a VCR. Who was and, yeah. and had a camera that spied on you. Yeah. Did I care that it spied on me? No. I didn't care it spied on me. But people care about that sort of thing. And the, anything that can give you an excuse to buy the other thing, why not take yeah. it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to retract my earlier statement. The PS5 sold 1 million units in Japan. Yeah. Um, this is a story from a while ago. I retract my statement. Um, uh, yeah, so this is nice that it sold more than the Xbox One. It's, no, it's cool. It's a good thing that it's on track. No, no, yeah. no. It's on track to beat the Xbox One in its, fir- yeah. in, in, in its first yeah. year out. So Which proves it's huge. Something Microsoft doing is correct. And 100%. Microsoft has, build, has been building like its relationships and all this stuff with uh, Japanese studios. Um, so I do think that they're on the right track. I still... I wonder the more Game Pass gets... Like, I would wonder more so what the Game Pass attachment is PC. in a place like Japan. PC. PC as well. I think... PC as well. P- Game Pass um, PC is also another thing that Xbox have that doesn't doesn't I stress think. them out as much you know in a way of like all right the console's not selling well no but we can see the numbers of people that are using game pass on pc in japan i think even more than pc is you have your phone and the, in japan they're very big they're um, mobile gamers that's what i'm saying i wonder yeah. what the attachment is for people using games on their phone because like the thing with i feel like the thing with microsoft in japan in particular is going to be console sales will never dictate how well they're doing in the country I do think it'll be the attach rate on mobile phones of people using Game Pass and playing games through their phone um, in Japan in particular, because Japan loves its mobile gaming, um, be it the DS or whatever the case is, the Switch. Uh, So I think that'll be really interesting. The video did well out there. It existed. It did. Well, Well, (laughs) because you're not not a video game connoisseur like me, you know? True. They call me the salt bay of uh, video games, you know? The salt bay. Yeah. Interesting. People people you pay exuberant amount of money for me to bring them a video game case and a brand new one and open it in front of them. And then you know that new game smell? That's what people yeah. pay me to open for them. Because I don't do salt, you know? That's my thing. Oh. Uh, I'm the guy. That's what I do. Yeah, imagine. That... Imagine. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, Fix, we got a gig for you. Imagine. <laughs> Somebody just bought a new copy of Resident Evil 2. They want we, you to open it for them. They want you to open it for, it for them so they can smell it in your hands. <laughs> Imagine. Crazy. Uh, Next news story. Halo Infinite uh, 343 says PC ray tracing is a top priority after launch. Halo Infinite won't launch with ray tracing on PC, but developer 343 industry says it's one of the studio's top priority post-launch. In a blog post, 343 announced that AMD is the game's PC uh, partner, with uh, the two pursuing, quote, a close long-term partnership with halo across both uh, engineering and marketing efforts um crash 
Yeah. We spoke about ray tracing last week on yeah. the show and how it, whether it's a big deal or not a big deal, whether... Um, it's a bit of a gimmick. It, whether it's a gimmick or not. Um, how does it make you feel? Knowing it won't be there at uh, launch, and, but are you happy it's top priority? I'm happy it's top priority. I don't really play on PC, so this doesn't necessarily affect me. Um, I... I it's unfortunate that it's not there at launch. I'm glad that it'll be a top priority for them. But I do understand that most of their focus is probably going on uh, the Xbox version, I'd assume at this point in time, because I think it is still a highly it is an Xbox game. And I do think Microsoft wants it to be in the best shape in that regard, Uh, at least for like showcases and talking about it and whatnot. Um, It is a little bit odd that we found out about this now. But it's also it's not. It's not super left field. I don't think it's going to ruin the game. I do think some people, if you want to play it and you're playing on PC, you might want to wait for ray tracing. I don't know. I I don't. The thing is, like, I don't know how well the ray tracing will do in the game. Um, Because sometimes ray tracing is always like phenomenal, but the game might look good regardless of ray tracing. Um, And so until we see sort of gameplay, we won't really know, especially with how the graphics were at one point and they looked a little bit iffy way back when how much of an improvement they've had without ray tracing um and then adding ray tracing on top of that if you have a console obviously i think the best place to play it will be console fair enough i um yeah it's a weird one where i'm like this game was meant to have come out a long time ago um why do we keep getting all this information keep dropping from it where i'm like well, what what what's going on there? You know, to me, it just well, seems, to me it seems a little bit weird. I mean, I guess <laughs> Far Cry took out ray tracing completely on consoles. Yeah, no, 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 I understand that, but we but we didn't. That game wasn't meant to come out and then got delayed, and then that's you know, true. That's true. That's my thing. Where it's like, why is all this information keep coming out that? I don't know. The game was just meant to be out by now, so like it's weird. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm but, just being a bit. But skeptic. it wasn't out. No, like, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. It was meant to be out, but obviously it got delayed for very obviously. specific reasons. For all these reasons, obviously, as well. Yeah. As, yeah. No, you're right. You're, you're you are right. I just I don't know. Something something feels weird in the tummy. Something feels okay. weird. Okay. <laughs> I did just you say want something to help you. No, no, I've got water. I've got water. Thank you very much. Okay. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Microsoft have announced an Xbox uh, 20th anniversary event. Microsoft has announced that Xbox will have an anniversary celebration to mark its 20 years of Xbox. It has made clear that new, no, sorry, no new games will be announced during the show. Um, this was all written on the Xbox Wires blog. The Xbox anniversary celebration will take place on November 15th, starting at 10 a.m. PT, 1 p.m. ET, and 5 p.m. EMT. Quote, while we won't announce any new games this anniversary's broadcast, we will we will be back, sorry, broadcast, will be a special look back at 20 years of Xbox, said head of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty. Crash, if we're not going to get, you know, new video games, what do you expect we will get? They have said um, there'll be a roadmap for some Game Pass stuff. Uh, you've got some Age of Empires on PC, um, maybe some new Minecraft stuff. 
But what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Um, I think for sure we'll see Halo here. I think um, we'll see Halo. I think we'll see campaign Halo stuff. Uh, I think there is a chance we do see Elden Ring here because Microsoft had the marketing for that. Okay. I think Elden Ring. Uh, I do think they had the preview recently with the with develop with um, media. Yeah. I do know that there's the they're doing some sort of tech test, whatever. Uh, you can sign Been up delayed. for that. Yeah, it's been delayed as well. So I do think there is a chance that we see a glimpse of gameplay here. I'm not saying like anything super, super drastic, but yeah. just something representative of the game. Uh, I think that's a possibility, but I don't know. Like The thing is, like this doesn't... There's a possibility that this will be solely focused on only Xbox in-house stuff. I, think, I, I don't think we'll get... I, I'm not expecting an E3 press conference. I'm expecting. Yeah, no, cele- no. I'm expecting more like a Bethesda celebration of like yeah. cosplay and like them talking to influencers that aren't us, unfortunately. Even though you know, dedicated five years of my life on this podcast, yeah. but it's no big deal. I just want Xbox to see us. You know that that would be lovely. Hi, Phil. Have you thought about writing him a letter? Uh, do you know what? <laughs> No, I you should write him a handwritten letter. <laughs> and this is why we need reviews on the podcast. We can get big. We need to go big time, Crash. Big time. Mm-hmm. You know? So they, they can ask us the questions. Uh, <laughs> I mean, by us, me, obviously. You, know, you come, yeah. I'm, 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 come on. <laughs> sure. so when they're like, yo, we've got someone. Look, we can either send Crash to the event or we can put you up in a hotel, fly you over from England and bring you to the event. Which would you rather? Hmm. <laughs> Let me think about that. Um. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, this is this is great. I'm glad they're doing something, obviously, for their 20th anniversary. Um, and yeah, I'm interested. I'm, they're obviously Xbox are moving into this weird place. They just did the collaboration with Adidas. Um, they've yep. got the face. Is it face and plates thing they just did? I don't. I don't actually know what the company's called. Um, I'm pretty sure it was called Face and Plates. X. Let me see. Xbox. Maybe it's a UK thing. Face. And plates? Is it plates? Plates. It might be place. Place plus faces. Uh, yeah. I don't, I've uh, never heard of this brand before, personally. But it's like a new fashion line. They're doing a bunch of Xbox stuff for them. Um, Xbox, they're in a, a weird place because over in the UK, I don't know what it's like in the US, but over in the UK, PlayStation own merchandising over here. Like... You walk into like a, a Primark, which I know you guys have like different stores, but a Primark, like Xbox have like this tiny section and then PlayStation, all the kids section of PlayStation stuff. It's like, yo, Xbox, where you at? So it, they're moving into this weird fashion, lifestyle, music branding at the moment. And like the, the collaboration with England over in the UK as well. The football team. Yeah. Something's going on over there. Something's going on over there. They need to include They're going to... Well, Microsoft plans on opening their own clothing line. And so this is just them getting their foot in the door so people are used to wearing Microsoft branded clothing because it's going to evolve past Xbox and you're going to be able to get Windows T-shirts and Windows sneakers and stuff like that as well. Skype, the Skype hoodie is going to be wild. The Skype hoodie is... (laughs) 20th anniversary of Xbox. And they talk about... Now let's talk about TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what this event's gonna be. Let's talk about 
Honestly, though, the, the Halo TV funny. show, the Halo TV show has a chance of, but if they do it, like if, if they plan if they on showing it, the Halo TV show and they meme it, that would be gold. That would be so, so good. It would if they be, do it'd it be right. funny. It'd be funny. They can't though, but it would be hilarious if they just came out and was like, so let's talk about Madden Halo and TV and that, that, just to <laughs> meme it, And then someone like, we're only joking. Um, just like a little first hardcore Xbox people who know what we had to live through. That would be hilarious. Yeah, that'd hilarious. be so good. Um, next piece of news is one that makes me happy. No pun intended. Uh, we happy few studio has doubled inside to make a narrative single player Xbox exclusive. Compulsion Game Studio, uh, behind We Happy Few, says it has doubled in size for its newest project, <clears throat> which will be the third, which will be a third-person narrative-driven single-player game. During an interview with Xbox Squad, uh, as translated by VGC, Compulsion Games PR and the community developer uh, Nalia Najas. Apologies for the name butcher. Talked further about the studio's recent expansion and its plans for the future, saying, quote, I think we gave ourselves a little time to learn. It's our first game with Microsoft and we're learning a lot. End quote. Crash. I've gone on yes. record to say I think this game's gonna be big. I've said this multiple times. And have you? I have. I do you don't listen. You don't listen. I, don't listen. I feel like no, I listen you don't listen plenty. during the podcast. You're meant to I listen. Like it's I, meant to be like a back and forth conversation. I have to write notes and That's I true. have to like times and stuff like that. And so I zone out sometimes. I apologize. It won't happen anymore, boss. It, it will. Don't call me boss. I told you this. Um, <laughs> oh, I, did you? I, I, I truly you don't remember because you weren't listening. Um, I truly believe that after I watched, I watched the compulsion. I don't know if you ever watched it. The compulsion games documentary. They had. They got. Not. They've got one on their YouTube channel, all about We Happy Few, um, and the studio and like the inner workings of We Happy Few. And though I didn't love that game in the end, um, I, I came away from watching that documentary with a real sense of like, whatever the next thing they do with the budget from Microsoft and the time, which they've clearly had now, um, and building a team, which they've now we now know have, has doubled in size, they're going to do something really special. And I, I truly, truly do believe their next game that they show, it might not be a critical hit, but I think internally, with gamers and people like us who are looking for more content on Game Pass and things like that, it's going to be big. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Uh, yeah, no, um, I I agree with you. I think uh, We Happy Few was a really interesting idea and concept. And a lot of like the narrative aspects of it, I think, are actually like really, really cool. I think, unfortunately, um, the game aspect of it just sort of was a miss. That if they sort of look at it and they're like, what worked, what didn't work. And if they tell more point. of a stream... Yeah, if they tell more of a streamlined story and they go for like, this is a narrative experience instead of like, here's this uh, um, open world and it's like randomized and Survival. you have to do these checkpoints. Yeah, um, I feel like just the way they build their world and they tell their stories, I think they could do something really, really interesting. Yeah, I mean, so I'm actually, 
I'm I'm on par with you. I do think that this will be a good game, a no, very good I, game. I'm on I'm an eagle type bird. I'm an eagle type. You're saying it's gonna be guy. amazing. You're like no no. I'm saying I'm just better than you. You know this is very important to me. Like we can't be on okay. par. I'm I'm more of an eagle guy. Oh. You're more of like a par guy. You know what I'm saying? Golfing like, references. I mean, it doesn't work when you call them out like that, Crash. Yeah, it's like it's like the person that's who sits there a in, a, in a in a uh, com- a comedy night. It's like that's funny. I hate those yeah. people. Those are hate people. Just like, that's funny. Haley that's really that. funny. Haley does that all the time when we're watching something. It's like, that's funny. Oh my! Then he laughs. You ruined laugh. it. You ruined it. It's not funny anymore. Oh, you're killing me, woman. You're killing me. Uh, next up, we have got some new expansion cards. Finally, for the Xbox Series X and S consoles. You may want to uh, close your eyes if you're scared about prices, though. Uh, the Seagate storage companion cards uh, for the Xbox Series X slash S have come in. There's a brand new two terabyte uh, card and a 512 gigabyte card. Now, if you were wondering how much this is going to set you back, for the 512 gigabyte card, you're looking at 139.99 US dollars, which is looking to launch uh, mid-November. We don't know what it's like. That's in the US. We don't know what it's like for other markets. And if you're looking to get yourself a 2 terabyte card, you will be set back a hefty price of 399.99 US dollars now if you don't understand what these cards are i'm sure you think this is egregious and they are taking the absolute mickey out of you and yada 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 right like i think on the surface level that's what a lot of people think but i've got people in my chat shout out to stead who always tells me like these solid state drives are not cheap they're not cheap for pcs and the sure as hell not going to be cheap being proprietary made for a console it's it's just not going to happen um so anything between i believe like 350 for about a terabyte um for an ssd uh, ssd if i'm not mistaken crash um uh- Depending yeah, on speeds I, as well, which these are high speed uh, drives yeah. as well, obviously. I do, I'm pretty sure it is on like the higher end of the price points, but like you mentioned, it is proprietary. Um, so it is it is pricey. And when I saw this, I was like, maybe I get an external. <laughs> maybe I get one of these memory cards. And then I looked at the price, I was like, oh, the, the two gigabyte one, the two terabyte one, no way. Maybe the 500 top. 140 no i'm good yeah. i'll keep deleting games uh it is pricey it makes sense why it's pricey um i do think that this is one of those things this is one of those items that's just like your xbox doesn't necessarily need it it is very much short it is very much a quality luxury item in a sense quality of life yeah. uh i i think they got it as low as they probably could for themselves and microsoft's always been this way with um accessories and attachments where they will get the full amount they can for them a lot of times because they undersell their consoles yeah um so i fully understand it i'm not mad at the pricing do i wish it was a little bit cheaper sure i don't think it's egregious pricing it is very hefty if you don't know what it is and you're just like just for a memory card i remember when i used to buy those on my ps2 for like nothing yeah Uh, it is i think it's that thing of like you've hit the nail on the head there which is is the not knowing what it is and like i've just looked up the uh, wd underscore black um 
Sorry, I've got the Tottenham game on, Chris, and it looks like there was almost a flat on the screen. I apologise. Um, the WD Black uh, two terabyte NVMe uh, drive with heatsink, which I assume these have heatsinks as well. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know that information. Um, but for a two terabyte, is at four hundred and sixty six pounds. So, you know, like it's well within the price in what we thought. A one terabyte is two hundred and fifty seven ninety nine. A five hundred gig is one hundred and three pounds. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Um, they are a lot of money. They're they're a quality of life thing. Um, I've got a one terabyte one currently which cost me 200 pound do i wish i had waited probably not because i don't like switching i don't like having to uninstall and install do i want the two terabyte now of course you do fix that's that's just your mo one day they'll come out with an egregious number that you'll never need because you won't keep enough games on your console that you would play that you could delete games and you'd be this absolutely is, fine this is the ramp it'll be like again. 10 terabytes and fix is gonna be like and terabytes, yeah. Sounds good. Two thousand pound, yeah. Let's oh, go. Stop it! Stop it! I ain't got two grand to be dropping on this type of uh, item. Maybe the business account does. Uh, no, I mean what? No. Um, yeah, no. Obviously, lot of money, but hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. We still got so yeah. much news to get through, so let's run through. We've been bantering too much today. Um, Gotham Knights trader dropped crash at uh, yeah. What was it called? DC fan. Uh, DC. Yeah. DC fandom. Um, no new release date, but we did get a glimpse at the story uh, trailer for it. What did you think? What did you think of uh, what you saw? I, okay. I enjoyed it. I like the, the story they're going for, the Court of Owls. I think it is one of best Batman stories. I really like that. I'm kind of worried that there was such a heavy narrative focus because I don't know how well you can execute a narrative in a co-op game where there's four playable characters but it's only co-op with two people right? it's only co-op with two people but there's still four characters that need to be involved with the story and so that just gives me a weird deja vu to avengers where it is there's no. all these characters you can play and no, how are they gonna no. i understand it, it's unreasonable for me to have the feelings that yeah. i do but whenever I whenever I saw that, I just it's just this thing that crept up in the back of my mind. I'm still excited for it. I'm still looking forward to it. And I think worst case, it will be a fun co-op game for me to play. At worst case, which is fine. Um, but I do like the story they're tackling. I think Court of Owls is a phenomenal story. Um, I am very interested to see how they tackle it in a co-op game, though. As as someone who again i am not i am not mr d i'm not mr marvel and i'm sure if i'm not mr marvel i'm sure as hell not mr dc that's that goes without saying right um i've heard a lot about the court of owls story and how it's one of the best dc stories to be told period um and i i get all of my dc story through films or through video games right and I've only just played the Batman games relatively recently. I didn't play them when they came out. So I am super excited for this game. Um, it's one of those titles that I'm excited for, that I'm also tempted to not play co-op, though. Where mm. there's a part of me that's like, well, I want to play this and I want to hear it. So the only way I would consider playing co-op is if someone would be willing to like, okay, we are playing this together. We are not progressing any moment together and when a cutscene starts we're muting 
Like, mm-hmm. that would be how we'd have to play the game. And, like, when there's, if there's, like, VO of them talking, he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I want to experience this story, you know? Yeah. So th- there's a part of me that agrees with you on, like, it being worried about it being the co-op-y four-person, how would you tell that story? But there's also a part of me that's just like, no, I, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. I think I, I Is liked there another what fight I saw. breaking out fix? I'll be honest. <laughs> Tottenham, yeah. were, Tottenham were on the attack. This is the problem okay. with recording on Sundays. Sundays are my day, all right? I watch football on Sundays, so it is odd. So if you see me glancing over to this way, just ignore it. I'm still oh, talking about that. video games, Chris. Don't call me out. The audio listener doesn't know. God damn it. Um, but yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. And um, I will uh, I will, I will, will be looking forward to playing it when it comes out in 2022. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a joker. Absolute joker. Um, the next trailer that got shown also at DC Fandom um, was the Suicide Squad trailer. Um, what did you think of this one? Uh, I thought it was cool. I don't think we saw anything more of the game, really, because we already knew it was killed the Justice League. Yeah. Um, I do think that they set more of a tone for the humor, which I thought was cool. The ending bit where the penguins running away, I thought was fantastic. Um, I like the voice casting for the characters i think that's all solid uh i just want to see what the game's like at this point um i am honestly avengers just the more i think about avengers the more i get worried for these co-op games <laughs> and to we be fair with this yeah. game this game has a safety net for me and that it's rocksteady and i trust rocksteady because rocksteady hasn't misdelivered granted rocksteady's really only done batman right yes um but just a little bit of, of weariness in the back of my head with these games. I like the look of this one. Um, obviously, we got to see the Flash was in this one. We got to see Superman a little bit more, um, trying to kill everybody. Again, another story. I don't know. I don't know anything about Kill the Justice League. I know this is it's a, a comic book story, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, don't believe so. No? I don't believe so. I could be wrong. Like There's, there's, there's iteration of comic been, books... There's, definitely There's been iterations something. of comics where like the Justice League becomes evil and stuff like that. There's Got been it. iterations. I just don't know then. if this is it. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. Um, yeah. No, you, you're probably right. Again, I'm not a I'm not a DC connoisseur like I am a uh, opening fresh games connoisseur. You know, it's, uh, it's not yeah. it's not my wheelhouse. It's not my wheelhouse. They don't hire you. They don't hire you to review DC stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They, they hire me to open the video games. That's yeah. it. All right. Um. There's, there's still a part of me that's just like, okay, I need to see game, I need to see gameplay, like yeah, like I'm, I, I agree. I like the characters, I like the casting, I like the voice acting, I like the story we're getting told here. Um, as someone who, I didn't love the Suicide Squad films, but I knew there was more to come from it. I enjoyed the second one way more than the first one, obviously. Um, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Sorry, yes. I was thinking about the Harley Quinn film for a second there. Um, yeah, I just, I just want to see what we're actually doing, what the gameplay is, because this is. Yeah. Do we know if this is four player yet? We know it's co-op. I don't think they've given. I they. I don't think they've given a number. I would be surprised if this one isn't four player co-op. Yeah, I, I've got more hope for this than I do bloody, bloody. Um, 
Avengers, obviously. I just I don't know. Okay. It's just it's just you've been so scarred by Avengers that you're just like all I of them really suck. Have. All these games I, suck. <laughs> I just it's just when I watch these and I'm like, oh, this is cool, and then it, I remember it's co-op, and then it's like Avengers, and it just all my time playing Avengers flashes in my mind. I'm like, oh no. Did Avengers ever cool. actually look cool though? No. No, the no. premise felt cool. The premise the, was the, cool. The premise. The very first time when they revealed it, and it's just like Captain America's shield and Thor's mm-hmm. hammer. That was cool. Or even <laughs> the Captain America that. being dead. Like, even yeah. Even that now. was cool. But since the first time we saw gameplay, I think that's where like questions started to rise for most people. Um, I think Gotham Knights we've already seen. I forget if we see if we saw actual gameplay or there was no HUD, so there's no way to tell if it was actual gameplay. But yeah. we saw a semblance of what Gotham Knights would be. It's Batman Arkham esque yes. uh, gameplay, a little bit different, more RPG, um, which is cool. Um, I think Suicide Squad. Yeah, the big the big question is what does the gameplay look like for it, and that could go a million different ways, right? Is it going to go very heavy into the RPG aspect? Is it meant to be a game that grows as time goes on? Or is it meant to be like, this is the experience, which I'm kind of hoping that it is a contained experience. Like it's not meant to keep growing. It's not meant to get expansions. It's not meant to get the next piece of content. It is a fully formed, here are the four characters, here are the way they'll work. It is a full co-op game. Um, I really hope that's the way it's supposed to work because I feel like that's the best recipe for success for this game. It's the only way that you're going to play it and enjoy it. Let's be honest. It has to be exactly how you want it. Otherwise, no, 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 it's no. another Avengers t- no. trash bag. Throw it away. Look, if they can make a games with service, a game that grows, a game that gets content, and they can do it well, I would prefer that. I enjoy those type of games. I just think like hitting the nail on the on the head for those games, especially right out the gate, is just so difficult to do because there's so many moving pieces that you can't sort of account for. And removing all those possibilities i think is the best the best option for them <laughs> the best thing they but can what do i know yeah you're just uh you're not you're not a connoisseur you know unfortunately i'm not a con- i'm not i don't you're open not. game cases for you don't, you, it's true unfortunately yeah. it's it's true it's true um next up is a game that i am super duper 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 excited about um it's called the day before some of you may have heard of it some of you may not have i spoke about it last week i believe um very tangentially because we didn't know if it was going to be coming to console uh, we now have an official um release date for the game and the fact that it is coming to xbox one uh, xbox series consoles and ps5 um the new trailer it 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 didn't really do anything for me because I was already sold on the game, if I'm being totally honest with you. Um, imagine um, a cross between The Division and The Last of Us in terms of like its world. Um, and then gameplay, if you've ever seen something like um, Division again, but also like a Daisy, it seems like. It's got some survival elements to it as well. It looks like an MC Fixing game. In a big, 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 big way. Um, I'm so happy it's coming to console um, because, obviously, I play a majority of my games on console. I have been playing a lot more on PC as of lately, but it's a game that I've wanted to talk about with the audience, obviously, and it feels like now I'm going to be able to even more so. So I'm really, really, really happy about it. Um, Did you get to watch the trailer at all, Crash? 
I did watch the trailer because oh, I was okay. going through the I was going through the list. And I'm like, what is the day before? And then as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, it's the game fixes uh, talked about quite a few times about how this is like his most hyped game and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I did like the look of this trailer. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a city kid, so when they're walking through a city, I'm like, ah, that's familiar. I like this. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> uh, so I enjoyed the look yeah. of it. It's also a pretty game. Like the, the lighting in the game is very good. The reflections in the game are really good. That's one of the things that I always like pay attention to in trailers for some reason now is like, how does it do its lighting? Um, yeah. I thought all that looked really good. I'm down for the premise of the game. Um, it's just one of those things where uh, I feel like execution could be done amazingly or the execution could be done Terrible. a little bit more. Yeah, it, it's, I was going to be nice about it. No, there's no point. It's either it's either going to be my game of the year or it's going to be bottom of the list. Is honestly yeah. how I feel like it's going to it's going to be. It feels like there's there's clearly an element of like PVE and PVP. Um, the only problem I dislike about these trailers that they've shown about the game is very much a... Uh, um along the lines of like um how they do like an e3 trailer was like hey hey jim over here and like the very yeah. scripted people coming in it's like that's not how gamers play it's probably not gonna happen like that um and that's okay but it's it's the only thing that i'm scared about so far about the game is the progression the, the progression um because as much as I'm, I'm all for just surviving and leveling up my character and stuff like that, I need a little bit more. And I'm hoping they're going to show more later on. Um, but right now, we're going to need a little bit more. Uh, the release date is 2022. Uh, you're looking at Q, Q2 2022 so far. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets delayed. Um, but everything that we've seen, I'm, I'm super in super super in it, it's it's stupid things going to the soda machine to get the drink and the the loot in the person's body and then and like i'm sure there's gonna be um there's if i'm not mistaken is it this trailer they show sort of some sort of uh building mechanic if i'm not mistaken some sort of customization of like a house um it it does a lot for me i i again i it does a lot for me. Does does that mean it, it's going to be a good game? Absolutely not. But I am hopeful. Very, 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 very hopeful. Uh, it looks like there's a hub world as well, um, which to be expected. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. I wonder how extensive the PvP will be in it and if it'll be sort of a daisy type of game. I like. That's I wonder how... Yeah, I wonder if like you die, like your character completely wipes, or you die and you lose all your items. That's, um, I'm hoping that like that they do in in the in the second trailer. I don't know what trailer you watched, if it was the first one or the second one. Um, in the second trailer, they do show like you, the house and that like, you're building everything outside. You got flowers and welcome to my home. And could that just be customization? Yes, I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping there's a little bit more to it. I'm hoping it is going to be a case of like. Yeah, there's death and you get all looted for all your stuff, but obviously leave your good gun at home. Somewhere in a mixture of like yeah. um Escape to Tarkov mixed with Daisy. Like that's so, kind of what I'm hoping it will be. But 
again, Escape Tarkov, the problem with that game is the game just doesn't make fucking sense. You have to play yeah. it for like 700 hours. It's so bloody hardcore. And memorize everything. Sense. Can't be looking at a map. You've got to bring up seven oh. different maps on different monitors to even figure out how to extract a piece of loot. Like, it's just ridiculous. Right. Like, like, this so isn't you, that, so... You want like a safe hub space that like doesn't get invaded that you can keep your good stuff in. Yeah. Okay. I, I, would, I think that would probably be for the best bro, as well. I always want that. I want that and I want to be able to play Blackjack there and I want to be able to play Dominoes there and like, I'm not saying that we're going to get that but that's to me, it's like, we always get these games where you've got your house. It's like, give me something to do in the bloody house when I've got people around yeah i got like, a guest let me like if someone's gone to, the, gone, gone to the toilet or gone for a drink and we're in the let's sit down play a game of poker we can gamble our chocolate bars against each other like just stupid little things or guns yeah anything yeah like just put up you know it's just for me it's just like make it more a livable world sort of thing like yeah they show a little bit of the customization as well which um looked pretty simplistic at the moment but you know it looks good it looks good. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. If you're someone who likes what you just heard, go and check out The Day Before. Next up is a huge piece of news for me because it means I'm going back, Crash. I did. I said, I said on Twitch that if they ever added Resident Evil to Fortnite, I would go back. And, of course, they have done it. Uh, Fortnite adds Chris Redfield and... Um, why does that say? Oh, I'll be honest. Go on. Go on. I added, I wrote in the title for no, that. No, 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 no. It's, I'm on okay. the IGN website. Um, got, got it, I'm got making it, got sure it. that I'm not, I'm making sure there's a Claire as well. And I think there's an alt outfit for Claire. So. Got it. Okay. Um, but they okay. added Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine's uh, looks. The, I haven't seen all of the skins yet because I've been waiting to go in and play it myself so I can check it out in the game screen. But um, they've got some herbs. You've got the hot rod, uh, hot rod knife from Resident Evil 3. You've got the stun rod from Resident Evil 5. There's a typewriter as well, which I think is part of your backpack. Um, the skins look really good. They look fun. Um, am I going to drop £25 on all of them? Yes, unfortunately, I am. Um, am I going to go back and play Fortnite just because I added this? Yes, unfortunately, uh, I am. You, um, yeah. So is this the battle pass? No. Okay, so it's no, just no, skins. No. So you can just, just buy the you can buy the buy. pack. Yeah. Okay, so you're not going to be in there for like an exorbitant amount of time completing a battle pass. No, that's not that's the the aim isn't to the aim yeah. isn't to go in and get sucked in again. If I do, cool. A lot of people. The thing is, a lot of people have dropped off Fortnite. Yeah. So my thought process is maybe it's not as try-hardy. Um, and obviously the first few levels are going to be very easy anyway because skill-based skill -based matchmaking is going to be non-existent. Yeah. So it's like, how high up can I get from there? I don't know. I don't know. Crash, I, I want to let you know because we've spoken about on this podcast, Tottenham are 1-0 down, just so you're aware. I can't believe it. Can't believe I, wait, we want Tottenham to lose, right? No! We want Tottenham to win, Crash. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't believe it. Idiot. Um, Idiot. Are you coming back with I me? Can I convince you? Can I, can I convince you? I'd have to install it. My Xbox. I got the Series S like you like to point out. Not a lot of hard drive space. <laughs> what about if we just did like a special My Xbox in the stream? Me and you, duos in it up. We're in a, oh in our Resident Evil skin. Like, how wait, does wait, that wait, sound? Wait. 
you're crazy if you think I'm buying. No, no, skins. I'll buy it for you. Obviously, you don't. Not. I think there's. I don't think you have to buy the whole pack. I think there's like one uh, you can buy okay, for like okay, eight ninety nine. Okay. I'll send you eight ninety nine. No problem. You buy your Chris skin. I buy my Jill skin. It's content. I'm just saying. It's content. If you wanted to do it for my Xbox and me, for my Xbox and me content, I will do it. Fortnite with the boys. For my Xbox and me content. <laughs> that is the only way I'll do it. No, but then you have to play afterwards. Maybe, maybe it'll convince you to play afterwards. Maybe, maybe, maybe it would. But I would need, <laughs> I would need it to be at first for my Xbox and me. Okay, I'll, I'm. I'll, you think I'll, about it. Let me get it, it installed, and I'll, well, well, my okay. people will talk to your people. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Last few stories here because there's still loads. We're not going to get through them all today. I've got to go. I've got other things that I have to do, unfortunately. Two man podcast, and we're only an hour and a half in. Jesus. Um, the big stories that we'll do today, the last one, which could have easily been top of the show for clickbait, but it is the remaster of Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it releases November 11th, and we have the trilogy coming, obviously, which we all know by now. Did you have a, what did you think of the look of it? Because they've obviously put out like a, a dope trailer. We sort of did the whole yeah. the differences. A part of me when I first saw it was like, that's exactly how it looked in my head. Like, what are you talking about? And then no, you see the differences, you're like, <laughs> yeah, holy it's so sugar. much better. Um, it looks night and day how much better it is. The lighting is fantastic. The ray tracing is fantastic. It has ray tracing, I think. I think it's ray tracing. Regardless, like the lighting and the reflections and everything like that look absolutely phenomenal in that game um with that being said it still plays like gta chris <coughs> chris doesn't like gta unfortunately i don't dislike it it's just no yeah you you no you've, you've been very open on the podcast about how gta games don't play very well they're very good games no. but they don't play very well um no. i'm so it's a weird one for me because I don't think I ever beat any of these games. Mm. I don't think I ever completed any of these games. So there's a part of me that's like, well, now is my chance to actually complete these video games. So on yeah. that level, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll jump back in. But then there's also another level that goes to me. Those are all big open world games at like 100 hours a piece. Do I really want to do that? They just do with San Andreas. That's of sweet. the bunch, it's considered the best. So. No, Vice City. People love Vice City. People love Vice City. People love San Andreas. I love San Andreas, but people I, I, love Vice City. I guess you're a hobo. Um, for Aren't those who didn't know, um. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is also included on your Game Pass subscription as well from November 11, which is a huge get crash. A huge Yeah, get yeah, no, this is um, phenomenal. Uh, shout out to Game Pass. Th like, stuff like this is great, right? When they add something like, like, I think this is probably one of the biggest things they've gotten for Game Pass. I think it's bigger than Outriders. I think it's bigger than Back for Blood. Um, it might be the biggest thing day and date that they've gotten for Game Pass, right? Mm, no, I, I think. I, what, uh, what would you? What would you say is bigger? Bigger than? Uh, I think yeah, the bigger than San Andreas. I think the problem you have is is because 
it depends on how you look at it, right? Because it's a Rockstar game being launched in Game Pass Day 1. If you look at it from that optics, I agree with you. But it's how many people are actually going to buy this. I don't know. A lot. You a Grand Theft well? Auto game? Like, I think this... The, the trilogy. I, th I think the trilogy will, will sell gangbusters. Gangbusters, yeah? I think the trilogy will make huge sales. People I, love Grand Theft Auto. And you have a whole new age of kids who probably haven't played most of these games. Well, they're going to see Grand Theft Auto. terrible games and the kids shouldn't be playing them. <laughs> Right, correct. Kids, I fix. I'm older, like an 18 oh, year old who is yeah. able to play kids, this game as a right. kid to yeah. me now. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. know what you assumed that I was saying. I wasn't. Um, but there'll be a whole bunch of people who haven't probably played these games before because they were too young at the time. Uh, can now play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and the whole lot of them. I do think this game, these games will sell a bunch. I do think a bunch of people will be disappointed when they get it, play it, and be, are like, where's the online, bro? There's no online. Could you imagine? <laughs> where's the I, online? Will, I, will, I can guarantee you there will be a Reddit thread that complains about the lack of online. Imagine. Craziness. Uh, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. All the news that we missed this week, uh, we will do on next week's show, which will probably be early in the week anyway, because Matt should be back then. Um, yeah, Chris, what are you going to plug this week, dude? Uh, I want you guys to go to the YouTube page. Most of you guys, if you're listening to this at this point, have already if, probably if, subscribed well, if you're going to. If they, you I, haven't, <laughs> you go hit the on the head there, which is. If you're going to do it and you've, you haven't heard this by now, what what yeah. ha, what do we have to do to convince you to go yeah. and hit the subscribe button? Like, Jesus. I'm not going to even ask you subscribe, but like leave a comment. Ask some good. Honestly, last two weeks, questions in general. Quiet. Not a lot of questions. A little quiet. bit quiet. I would love to see more questions for next week's podcast. Um, ask Fix what his favorite color is. Whatever type of questions you want. Red. Fix, what's your favorite color? Red. Red. There you go. So don't ask that question. You guys have the answer. Um, but yeah, uh, a, a few questions. Remember, you could tweet at the My Xbox and Me uh, page on Twitter, which is live again. We've talked about that, but it is live. Uh, give that a follow as well. Uh, the TikTok. I don't know if Matt's been doing anything on the TikTok. Don't think he has. He's been, been slacking. Yeah, that's all. Okay. That's all I got, Fix. Um... I have been to some conventions these last couple of weeks, so I'm working on a piece of like a, it's, I'm, I'm trying to move my main YouTube channel into like a, a more lifestyle type thing with like opinion bases in it. So I'm, I'm working on a video at the moment, which is going to be like what it's like to go to a con in 2021. Um, so I've got footage from EGX, I've got footage from Comic-Con, um, I'd love it if you guys would watch that video when it comes out, it might not even be out by this week, but we'll see. Um, the big thing that me and, uh, my, my team behind me are currently working on is Instagram. Um, if you're somebody who uses Instagram, uh, we would love it if you could go and follow me over on Instagram. Uh, I'm currently, I'm at 1,874 follows 
We're trying to get to 2K as fast as possible. Uh, so, yeah, we just put up a new MCM post, which it got over 100 likes, Crash. That's what we've been aiming for, over 100 likes. So, proud of that. Very, very proud of that. Um, but, yeah, if you could go and uh, follow me on Instagram. Doesn't cost you a thing apart from your time. MC Fixer. If you want to see photos, um, video game stuff. All my Instagram is mainly video game stuff. The odd photo of me and my fiance, but, yeah, mainly just me having fun doing other things and uh, all the press packages I get sent and stuff like that all goes on my Insta. So please, please, please go and hit the follow button there. You can follow me on TikTok as well if you'd like, if you have a TikTok account. But thank you all for listening as per usual. Um, and Matt should be back next week. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting the show each and every week. Sorry it is late this week. And until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Tottenham are still losing 1-0. Goodbye. Bye.